Hello, thank you for joining us on Live, Learn, Love, Lead, a podcast of Bethel Christian Church in Warren, Michigan. Our mission is to live in the power of Christ, learn to become like Christ, love as the family of Christ, and to lead others to Christ. This year, our aim is to grow in these four L's. Listen for this week's thoughts. Welcome to Live, Learn, Love, Lead, the weekly podcast of Bethel Christian Church. I'm Daniel. Hey, this is Danielle. Thanks for joining us as we think about Sunday's message, the pursuit of courageous peace to seek and pursue peace for a favorable public and social life. That was the title. And pastor started in Jeremiah 29 for a narration a little bit. In Jeremiah 29, the people, the Israelites were in captivity. They had been living happily in Jerusalem and and throughout Israel and the Babylonians came and conquered them and carried them off to a different place. So it wasn't their home, their people, their temple where they could connect with their God. And they were living there and God tells them to build homes, build homes and plant gardens and have kids yeah have kids and just the idea of to to live your life and years ago i heard a sermon titled to bloom in your babylon i was going to bring that up i feel like you and i talk about that just in our own lives you know fairly yeah often i think it's i think the message is to intentionally live where you are because that's the life you have that's the day you have and that's the power of the gospel yeah. That it's not dependent on circumstance. You can bloom where you are because of being empowered by the Holy Spirit. And, and for them, they didn't even have the Holy Spirit, but God called them to be prosperous even in captivity. And now how much more can we, through the Holy Spirit, prosper and be at peace mm-hmm. where we are? When I think about blooming where you're planted, a silly example for us, when we were newlyweds, we moved down to Bible school out of state. We were just going to live there for nine months. And when initially we were talking about moving, we're like, you know what? We're only going to be there for nine months. Let's just like not take even the bare minimum, take bare minimum, not bring furniture, use paper plates, like just like, yeah, just because it was easier. Yep. But then we really felt like, no, we needed to live there, be there, even though yeah. we were only going to be there for a short time it was like live there be there plant your roots get involved have relationships make connections because that was those were the nine months that god had given us mm-hmm. we didn't have a, a different set of nine months we had that nine months and a missionary friend of ours used to say you never had this day before you'll never have this day again so let's make the most of it yep. and so bloom you know, I think about when we moved down, had we just taken the bare minimum, I wonder how different our experience would have been. Because we ended up with people crashing on our couch, just yeah. just coming over because, you know, I don't think it was just because we were the married couple that happened to have something in the fridge, <laughs> but... Maybe. <laughs> they, could, they could share our beans and burritos. Yeah. Uh, but it was homey, and it was comfortable, and it was inviting. It yeah. wasn't just a sparse 
you know, domicile, Mm -hmm. but we planted ourselves. And taking that as an analogy, and that is no way Bible school was not a captivity, but just like where you were. So taking that as an analogy to the place of where you are, Pastor was saying your captivity could be physical, it could be emotional, it could be Mm -hmm. mental, it could be financial, that whatever is like, wherever you are, like, still live there and we're not just saying like yeah embrace it he didn't tell them to like start acting like a babylonian they were still to worship the lord and right after this verse is when he tells them for i know the plans i have for you plans to prosper you and not to harm you and that is true for whatever situation you're in the lord knows the plans he has for you they're good not to harm you but to prosper you amen and so pastor went on to say we're kind of having some questions and contemplation and connections all we're just smushing yeah. it together that's how conversations go that's true um but so that's point one god instructs us to be productive for peace yep and that whole idea of being productive for peace working for peace yeah. that is not something that happens on accident. Right. That's good to be productive towards it, to have that as a goal, to pursue it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then next he says, God wants us to pray for peace. Mm-hmm. Because peace is, it doesn't just happen. we got to pray for peace. Yeah. And so it's, we want to pray for it and be productive for it. And one of the things about prayer is, have he said, have you surrendered that stress area to Jesus? Like, you know, I know when we're talking about peace, the areas that um, immediately pop up on our radar. And so have we surrendered that to the Lord? I mean, I had to go through that this morning at three o'clock in the morning. I was awake thinking about one of these things. Yeah. And I thought, Lord, what am I... What am I afraid of? What am I worrying about? You are holding us. You are holding us. Yes, there's things to do. Yes, there's hard decisions to make. Yes, there, whatever. But he is holding us. And so, yeah. God, we surrender that to you. Yeah. And, okay, this is, like, silly, but our daughter couldn't fall asleep the other night. And I just told her, I said, count quietly in your mind 50 things that you're thankful for. And I tried that, too. And I think I got to four and fell asleep. Because thankfulness brings in peace. Yeah. And it brings us into the presence of God. Yeah. That's good. And those things that you were talking about were what Pastor talked about as the predators for peace. What are those things that are going to steal your peace? What are those things that... Um, are going to occupy your mind so that you're thinking about those things more than you're thinking about peace. And we often have to continually bring them back to the cross. It's some of these things that we're dealing with. It's not just a one and done prayer. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it is, but sometimes uh, we have to just wrestle with it and continually bring it to the cross. You know, like 
Paul prayed, you know, remove this, mm -hmm. this thorn from me. And God said, my grace is sufficient for you. Mm -hmm. And so it's continually resting in his grace that brings peace mm -hmm. and being aware of those things. That's good. I think the question that I'm having reflecting on this message is how do we work for peace? How are we to be productive for peace today? On this day before you go to bed tonight? Tomorrow morning when you get up? How can you be productive for peace? I think a lot of it is be aware how how you respond and react to situations as they come up. Mm -hmm. Because that's going to set the tone for whatever that moment mm -hmm. can become. You, you know, if the car doesn't start or there's mm -hmm. traffic or you ran out of milk or there's no cereal or, 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 or there's no gas in the tank or... Or someone's being cruel. Yeah, 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 or yeah. Or someone's being unkind to your child yeah. or someone is sinning against you like yes. big and yeah. little yeah. things yes. Yes. i you think like and that's not at all dismissing these little things because that's where we get the practice i think yeah. like that we if we can't have peace when the milk is gone and we have to stop and get gas but we forgot and we're already running late if we can't have peace in those moments how can we have peace when someone's sinning against us right or when we've sinned against someone yep. and we've failed. It's like David. He started with the lion, the bear. Yeah. And then it was Goliath. He he had those moments where he saw God show up. Where he didn't... He could have fallen out of peace when protecting the flock from the lion and the bear. Mm -hmm. Those could have been, I imagine, very stressful moments. He was courageous. But he, he was courageous. Yeah. And he he was able to draw on those experiences and to say, you know, you come at me with sword and spear, but I come at you with the Lord of hosts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so we can, I think, when we start choosing peace, when those big things come up, say, the Lord will fight my battles for me. Mm -hmm. And... Man, they're hard. When people sin against us and there are some uh, just egregious moments that are hard mm -hmm. and that are life-changing. Um, but through the power of the Holy Spirit, we can still be at peace. It doesn't mean we're not dealing with situations. I think in, in one of the previous weeks, Pastor said, you know, it's not like we're burying our head in the sand and not dealing with things. Absolutely. But we can approach it peacefully. And when you when you approach a, a hard situation peacefully, you're in your right mind. And you can think more clearly. And you're not just responding. You're not just fighting back. But you can actually think. Well, and then you're leading your life. Yeah. Like if you me like if we are operating in peace and we're thinking clearly and we are choosing mm -hmm. we are leading our life but yep. if we are just reacting kind of like our our um 
our, C.S. Lewis calls it like our belly, like our appetites are just like the, our mm-hmm. knee-jerk reactions are leading. And that is, it is good to have desires and appetites and <laughs> emotions, but we don't want those to be our boss. Right. We want a prayed up, thoughtful, intentional soul yeah. to be our to be our leader. So I think part of the thing then, like for choosing peace in the morning, is going to bed peacefully. If you're hollering and yelling at night, mm. there's a good chance you're not going to get a good night's sleep. And so it starts as soon as you can. As soon as you can make a decision for peace, I think is when it starts. Um, I'll say this in the morning too. This is in a book called The Common Rule. He talks about scripture before phone in the morning, like what sets the tone for your day. And that's, he's, that's a great resource. Um, But we should wrap it up. I think the question I want to leave linger and then pray is like, what can you do, what can I do to work for peace, to be productive, to produce peace in our lives? And when we do that, when we carry peace, then we can extend it to someone else. You can walk into someone's situation where they're stressed and put your hand on their shoulder and say, hey, what's going on? Can I pray for you? Let's, Let's think about this. Like, what can we do to produce peace? And we are his ambassadors, and he's given us his spirit. Yeah. Let's pray. Jesus. Yeah, let's pray. God, we thank you for this week. We thank you that you are the Prince of Peace, that you bring a gift of peace, that you you identify yourself as peace. And because we call ourselves sons and daughters of you, that we can have that. We are partakers of that peace. That is a blessing, Lord. Let us let us rest in that. Let us call upon that. Help us to bring that to where we are. Help us to bring your peace. Lord, bring to our minds where we can start acting more peacefully. Help us to be more conscious of our actions so that we can pursue peace. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. For more information, visit us at BethelChristian-MI.org or find us on social media. To stay updated on upcoming episodes, please consider subscribing to the podcast. We pray you will be empowered to live, learn, love, and lead in the power and love of Christ.